0: you're listening to the Google ads podcast brought to you by solutions 8 the Google ads agency. Google AI is here. Actually, it's been here for a really long time. Everything Google is more or less AI powered your search results have been AI powered forever. And the whole freak out we're having over AI y'all is at a minimum just very late, but whatever. Now search generative experience is here is new and it's so much fun to play with. I'm just going to dive in. Okay, so go to Search Labs. You can opt in yourself. Google SGE, Search Generative Experience. It's Google's AI injected search experience. Let's try an example, shall we? Bam! How long does it take to learn a new language? So you'll notice standard kind of UI, more or less. You have your search bar at the top, which you're used to, your filters, which you're used to. But Google has injected. This colored background, the generative AI. And the colored background, you'll notice, gets priority placement. This is huge. It's huge. Y'all, Microsoft didn't do this. Let me show you Microsoft real quick. So here's Bing, and let's actually ask it the same question. Oh, <gasps> this is going to turn into a comparison video. This was unplanned, y'all. So how long does it take to learn a new language? Microsoft, how long does it take to learn a new language? Microsoft Search is just Microsoft Search. And here we are with Microsoft. Now, they have this chat snippet over here on the right hand side, but their primary real estate remains unencumbered. If I wanted to engage with Microsoft chat, then I could. And now I've triggered Microsoft chat and bam, here we go. And you'll notice a couple of things about Microsoft's chat. Number one is their citations are in line. I really appreciate that they did this. By the way, I was curious as to how this was going to get pulled off. And I think that this was a pretty elegant solution. So here's Microsoft's chat, but not fully integrated into search, really. And then here's Google's, which basically usurps Search usurper. And I've gotten different results based off of what I've searched. So, this is a paragraph of text. And incidentally, note that Google's citations are over here. And Google even offers you context as to where this information came from specifically. You're never too old to learn a language, came from both Wonderopolis and United Language Group. It's interesting that they would need two sources for that. Again, I like that they're doing that too. And I think I like Google's citations better because it's giving me more context as to what generated what result. And the fact that they're offering these citations, you know, it eases my concerns about the stolen clicks a little bit. One of my points, you know, I was first thinking about AI generated searches, we're decentivizing the creation of unique quality content. So we're going to have content atrophy over time, which is still gonna happen, by the way, like, this isn't anywhere near as good as just being this person, right. And you'll also notice, let's actually take a look. So Jump Speak, Wonderopolis, Who else? How to get fluent studying, go abroad, better humans, United Language Group studying abroad. So they're one of them. So studying abroad has one citation where they used to have the snippet. So I'd say they lose there pretty significantly because I'd much 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 rather have the snippet. The linguist was the linguist featured at all. No. So the linguist is the first organic result, y'all and actually didn't get pulled in by the AI. That is interesting. The very first organic result ostensibly is the most relevant result for this query. And yet none of the content used was pulled into the AI response, which means the AI's algorithm or method of determination for relevance must be different than the search algorithm, which also contradicts something that I said, I said they would be the same. So you can tell right out of the gate. that I'm stupid. You shouldn't listen to anything I say ever. The linguist. Let me just double check. Is that true? Jump speak wonder United study. Oh, no. I didn't mean to click. I didn't mean see. Oh, look what happened. What a good example that is too. That's going to happen. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Find Number one, language testing.com also not shown go abroad. That one we did have. So we've got one, did we have study and go abroad. Study and go abroad is different than go abroad. So I'm not going to count the snippet. This is position zero position one, two, three, four, five. The first cited site is number five in the organic results. I think that is amazing. And it means that if you're number one organically, you can't bank on being number one in the generative AI. And then now the question becomes, and this is a whole, Whole can of worms. How did the AI determine what to draw from? If it's not based off of Google's standard search algorithm, and it's not clearly, as evidenced by this one search that I've done, a sample size of one, what is it based off? That's going to be a whole new discipline, y'all. It's a whole new study. How to make sure I show up in the AI results. And then the question becomes, how valuable is that? It's not as valuable as SEO being position. Number one is way better than being cited in the AI results because again, I have the answer here. I don't really need to go to the results. So let's continue to play that game. Ask a follow-up. How many hours a day? What's the fastest language you can learn. And then it brings me to the chat experience. So now you'll notice there's a, there's a change in, I don't want to say UI, but formatting, right? So I got paragraphs of text here, and then I got bullet pointed te- and incidentally the content's good. How long does it take to learn a new language? It takes between 422 hours of study. That's a real answer. It can take anywhere between three months to two years to learn how to speak, write and read. And then, you know, at this point i would be like, well, wait a minute. What if I just want to learn to speak? I don't need to, to be literate. US Foreign Service Institute says, now that's interesting. That means that Google is not citing the source. They're citing someone who's citing someone, which is dangerous. You, you would assume Google want source citations. You're never too old, blah, 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 filler bullshit. Okay, now we have bullet points. Here are some of the easiest languages to learn for English speakers. I don't know why there's an accent in that. I just assumed we're going for a language with it. Hopefully I didn't offend anybody. It was pretty good though, right? Spanish, easy spelling, pronunciation, grammar, Italian. I like that it actually answers my question. But instead of just Spanish, Italian, Norwegian, it gives me Specifics as to why they're the easiest. And then, oh, look at this. And then it continues and gives me search results. Interesting. I bet you this goes away or, or becomes an accordion. There's no way they keep this inside of the chat experience. This feels like pandering. And then here again are their citations. And then I've got the opportunity to thumbs up or thumbs down the response if I want to. Now the ask a follow up prompt is gone. It's down here, which again, that's why I think they're going to get rid of these search results. I just don't see these lasting. Let's get commercial with it. Now, this is where you would think the ads would start to go. (gasps) My question for you, if you're Google, where do you put the ads? Where do you put the ads? Now you can pull a Bing, what Bing has done by the way, and I've seen them do it a bunch. A bunch is that's ah, I'm exaggerating. I've seen it like a dozen times. These links are their citations, but at the top, I just want to see if I can trigger an ad for you real quick. I want y'all to see the way this works. Come on, Bing. Super lawyers. What Bing was doing is in the list at the very top. The first one was an ad. And that's how they're embedding their ads. I could see Google doing something similar to that, the rollovers, but that's not very prominent ad space. So I think what's going to happen is the citations become the ads. Number one, if the citations become the ads, does that mean the content needs to be drawn from the citations? Does that mean to be a successful advertiser on Google? You need to have high quality content stands to reason, doesn't it? Or do they carve out a whole new section of real estate for the ads? And if they do, how do they make that? How does that operate from a mobile perspective with mobile? These are going to be, it's basically this frame or this frame. I really like the way they've positioned these citations. But y'all, this is really interesting. I don't know where they're going to put their ads. I don't think Google knows where they're going to put their ads. But here we are, Google Ad Managers, and we don't know how Google, what is this? Is this a Chrome extension I have? What are you, oh, Grammarly. Go away, Grammarly. I've known grammar, good. The problem is, is Google would have to maintain continuity with their experience. And so they've been so good at in search. I got a list of search links. I got a list of ads. They're not going to give me like real content and then just lists of ads. That becomes, that's banner blindness. That's, you know, Gmail has Gmail. The ads look like mail. YouTube's ad looks like YouTube video. You'd have to maintain continuity with the experience. So I guess the ads go in the citation. This is really interesting, by the way. Duolingo, free app, babel, well-priced, Rosetta Stone, best online Spanish course overall. What should a course on Spanish cost? Because Google said they're going to be rolling out ads. This is really, really brilliant. Whoever figure that out free courses. Well, see, this should give me a list of the free courses, paid courses, live classes, group classes. This is also feels irrelevant. So man, that's really interesting. So if I go back to search, what if I say now because it's SGEs is experimental, it's only going to trigger on certain results. I wonder if I say personal injury, lawyer Scottsdale get an AI powered overview for this search. So first of all, if I click on one of these poor fools, it's $500 a click. I should just do it. But I'm not going to. So we've got Sweet James. Are you kidding me? Dear God, Briar Law and Torganson Law. If I just got rear-ended, I don't want to talk to Sweet James. Generate. There are many personal injury lawyers in Scottsdale, Arizona. Here's some of the top rated lawyers. Okay, so we're going off of ranking, kind of, right? Forty five five star reviews to 112 five star reviews. Why is this fool outrank this dude? This one outranks both of them. It's madness. I don't understand. Here's the other thing, too. I'm here and they gave me this guy first. This guy second. This guy third. Nap fourth. They actually gave me the closest attorney last. So it's not proximity. Oh, look, they actually use Google as its own citation. And then they used what is urine? They used this website. Lots of citations. Oh, wow. Citation heavy. Interessante. But y'all this becomes the ad, right? Right? Like there's no way this is the most valuable real estate Google has ever had. They're getting $500 per click. And you want to tell me that they're going to bump that down below the fold, prioritize an organic result and just forego that monetization. There's no way. There's no way. But an AI generated result also couldn't have You couldn't turn four of these into ads. That's no longer AI. That's just an ad network now, right? So I think that what ends up happening is there's one AI result. And then that that click is now who knows what, four grand. What percentage do most personal attorneys take of all the attorneys in Scottsdale? Which one appears to have won the most cases? I'm just curious as to, you were unhelpful. And then we're back to organic. Now the ads aren't even showing up. Man, y'all, this one blows me away. Where are the ads going to go? It's going to be. it's, I think it's going to have to be single placement. So I go back, personal injury attorney Scottsdale. What happens if I say, "Hold on, let's do this." Google Ads Agency. I know all of these fools. I'm better than all of these fools. A Google Ad. Now, this prompted without me even asking. And here are the ads. Good agencies, all of them. God bless them. And then here are the organic results. And again, what do I pay? I can pay as much as hundred dollars per click. Especially for this phrase, Google Ads Agency. And then here's Google for going that money. No way. No way. Also, why am I not on this list? What the hell? On average, working with Google Ads Agency costs you $505,000 per month. Top tier Google Ads Agencies can cost over $10,000 per month. Interesting that they would put that. This is so much fun to play with. It's so amazingly frustrating because y'all look at this. Here's the thing. This might be the most important video I shoot this year. Everything about search is going to change. Ad placement is going to change. What we're bidding on is going to change. How many competitors we have if we have competitors is going to change the way that people interface and interact is going to change. And that's the other thing that I want to note, too, because I'm just trying to figure out the change in the search experience. What we can't treat this as search. This isn't search. This is a conversation. So, you know, you'd come in and say like multicam cam setup for podcast. And then it'd be like generating AI results. Now with normal search, I would say, now I'm just going to go click on all these links. And what I like to do is I like to open everything in a new tab. And I'm basically done with search. And now I'm on the results. With this, I'm going to say, well, wait a minute, what are the easiest cameras to set up that are still HD, and so on and so forth. And now it's like, can you and I wonder if I can treat this like chat TPT. So, it's not like it has Google Bard installed. Here's a project plan for building multi cam setup studio. Oh, yeah, it sure can. This is my point. So, instead of one search, multiple links go off onto the links, it's one search, catalyze conversation, have multiple conversations with Google, which means the interaction with Google is going to be where people stay. So, Google's going to steal browsing time, not steal, but basically own browsing time. And then the question still is where are the ads? Y'all, this is really interesting, very exciting. This is going to change literally everything. I'm not using that word like millennial, by the way. I mean it literally. This is going to change literally everything. And I don't think you have to worry. You don't have to be first. Just don't be last. I'd love to know y'all's thoughts. Where do you think Google puts the ads? When do you think they start rolling them in? Maybe you already know. Maybe you've seen ads. (gasps) If you've seen ads in Google's SGE, tell me. Tell me. Google said that they're going to be rolling them out, but I haven't seen them. I want to know. I shoot a video every day. Like, comment, subscribe. Be my friend. Send me money. You don't have to do that. I'm just kidding. I don't have mechanism for that but you can hire us if you wanted a google ads agency you wouldn't have to work with me i promise you just think about it it's up to you we have time thanks for listening to the google ads podcast for more ways to grow your business with google ads you can subscribe to the solutions 8 youtube channel if you enjoyed this episode please share it with a friend and if you'd like to work with the best google ads agency in the world you can visit solutions 8 at sol8.com